You're listening to the Amber Lecturer. <laughs> Welcome to the Emerald Reprobates Podcast with myself, Derek. And James. This is episode 93. We are firmly back on terra firma of the Emerald Isle and uh, have washed all the filthy Manchester dirt off ourselves and are ready to go. We Uh, have. We're missing Darren, unfortunately. Well, missing (laughs) is a strong word. I mean, he's not here. Let's put it that way. Uh, one thing I will comment on that was after editing the podcast, um, I have a newfound respect for these new microphones we bought. I didn't notice the sound quality. Anything that's it's a year old is not new. Well, yeah, but I mean, newer <laughs> than the yeah. old mics. The ones that aren't Guitar Hero. Yeah, exactly. I mean, given that we did start with Guitar Hero microphones, and that is what we still travel with. Well, I say did travel with. I won't travel with them again because like the sound quality on the last two, I mean, you know, apologies, my hands are in the air. There was nothing I could do with them. It was just sound quality was shit. That was grand. Well, I mean, it was okay. I mean, I've heard worse. I've heard people who record on iPhones and stuff like yes. that. You know what I mean? But, you know, compared to the, the silky smooth quality people are used to, the sound quality <laughs> was shit. Also, the energy levels, man, especially on that second one. Holy shit, we were all half asleep yeah. by the sound. You two boys hung over. Well, I, no, that's the thing. I wasn't hung over at all. I mean, that that's, I was just about to say that. You could argue that the first one, like me and Darren were fucking stoned and kind of had a bit of a buzz on because, like, we had a yeah. few drinks down and our neck. Did you? It's a good thing you chopped out uh, your racist rant, you and Darren, going about anti-Semitic racist oh, of rant. Of course, yeah. Well, I was never going to leave that in. I mean, I know the high regard people hold us in. But uh, yeah, but yeah, definitely... And, and the, the guards coming and knocking on the door because you're shouting out the window at people. <laughs> the, um, the morning after one, though, like uh, 92 last week, as it was. Fucking hell, man. There was, there was about as much energy in that as a fucking <laughs> Duracell bunny that had been ran over by a bleeding steamroller. Yeah, like, the tree was sat there drinking coffee. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, just... It really was. I don't know how to describe it. It was just the least energetic podcast I've ever heard. Like, we were just so fucking tired. It was just like, oh, yeah. We, you know... Well, I mean, I know I woke early because I always wake early. But I mean, I think I got all of maybe a five hour sleep or something like that. Yeah, it was around that. And I had been up twenty hours or twenty two hours uh, prior or whatever way it worked out. Oh, excuse me, but yeah, here we are back, fighting farm, ready to rock and our roll. Yeah. So we uh, uh, had our podcast weigh in yesterday with extra security oh, wait, just on. in case. Let's, no, maybe we should in in the current fashion. This is the the Terry Wogan Memorial Podcast. Yes, for anybody who knows who Terry Wogan is which I have to imagine is less than 1% of the world but anyway yes go on uh, weigh in yeah this, uh, we had our podcast weigh in yesterday yes. extra security just in case it was just stormed the safe side. by lads with machine guns unbelievable for anybody who hasn't heard which is probably most of the world because I gotta imagine in North America this has happened six times before breakfast but in Ireland it's big fucking news there was a boxing weigh in for some Regency Airport Hotel yeah some shitty little kind of local pro-am type fucking mixture of a promotion from what I can gather I have to assume maybe Pikey's involved I think it's called Clash of the Clans so I don't know I'm surmising here boxing um, and Pikey's never yeah and and then imagine boxing promoters caught up with drug dealers never but yeah supposedly the story goes um, there's a drug dealer you know quote unquote famous drug dealer criminal type here in Ireland um and they're tied up with some boxing promoter or whatever. But apparently one of the lads was shot uh, in Spain last year, was it? People shot everywhere all the time. No, but the Hutch dude. Um, I, I don't know. 
I, I think I think attention. it was yeah. Just but I'm I'm oh, going off the, the dude at the, at the swimming pool who cheesed it. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I like I said, fingers far from the pulse on these uh, criminal types. But yeah, there was a guy shot last year in Spain, and then this, supposedly this is tied in retaliation, follow up, whatever, call it what you will. But I have to applaud these guys. They, you know, there was effort. There was thought went into this. They came in dressed as police. One of them as a woman. Yeah, I want to know. You're sitting around planning your assassination, Mick. Yeah. Look like a woman. Was there straws? Was it paper, rock, scissors? What was it? He gets the brunette wig. But, I mean, I'm digging on that shit, man, because I the first thing that comes to my mind is, uh, like, the fucking Chris Nolan's Batman movies. Like, remember the the Joker and the boys are all dressed as cops in the funeral parade for Jim Gordon and all? Like, this shit, man, we're, we're one step off getting our first, uh, you know, getting Batman here. Hopefully somebody's parents Fine, were killed Batman. at this. But, uh, yeah, but these boys came in and brandished what well, looked like I mean, I don't know. I'm no fucking... Uh, did machine guns. Yeah, AK-47-ish. Yeah. I don't know. Call of Duty type gun. But um, the weird thing, though, is... You know, again, Hollywood, I think, has lied to us. These boys came in brandishing automatic weapons. One dead, two injured. How the fuck did I, that happen? I don't think they were spraying the, the crowd. Clearly not. I think they were they were looking for people... There is footage online. Um, obviously, the, the Wayans were being... The dude in the Superman yeah, jocks leg in it. <laughs> the, the, the least super act you will ever see from a guy wearing Superman <laughs> underwear. Or the, heavyweight champion of the world is cheesing it out yeah, the door in the Superman jocks. It was hilarious because... You know, now don't get me wrong. I'd probably do the exact same thing right after I pissed me pants. But he trampling runs, over he runs kids back and, women. and forth about three times. Like He doesn't just make a clean beeline for anything. Uh. It's pure panic sets in. But... Which is all, I mean, I don't know. But people, I know we talked about this after the whole um, that nightclub shooting thing and all in uh, in France. But I got to imagine, in a situation like this where it's not terrorists, it's clearly but, a couple of scumbags come in looking for know. someone. Well, yeah, but, maybe there's Somebody with a machine gun coming through the but door. But you can't you don't outrun know. a bullet. Like in a, room like, in a room like that, unless you're within, let's say, 10 to 15 feet of the fucking door, mm. I think mm. your best bet, your safest bet, is probably just drop to the ground and don't move. Yeah. Act like you've been fucking hit, whatever. Play possum. Hit a shoulder roll out the window. <laughs> you know, because as the dude in the Superman jock showed, like, he clearly was at the make three passes of the room before he left and was safe as houses. Like, but I'm not taking those chances because I know I can't outrun a bullet. I'm clearly not as fast as Superman. Yep. But um, the thing that I thought was really strange though was then the event was called off. Not the way in, obviously. <laughs> but um, the actual boxing event was called off. Oh, they're true top, true too traumatised to fight was that what it was under the goal uh, probably and you because can't really have a shooting at your way in and then go ahead you're, you're not uh, I don't know but do you not do you not think there's the the, the, the lightning's not going to strike twice thing I guarantee you you could have ran that event with no security and it would have went off without a hitch because those yeah. boys they came in to do something more than likely but you've no fans I'm not going yeah <laughs> would you not well probably not I wouldn't go anyway no, but let's let's say it was a mixed martial arts event, and this happens at the weigh-ins. Uh, and it, it was in, a, you know, say talking small scale, like one the helix. the helix, yeah. Eh, probably not. Really, I yeah. would. I don't think I'd have uh, live in any fear of that happening again. Lightning ain't gonna strike twice as I'd put it, and if it does, it does. if it does, I don't think that shooting up the crowd looking for somebody I think again they're going to know specifically we're looking for this guy mm. blah 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 whatever I don't know but I just thought it was a little odd that they called off the event uh, no I think it's what you do if somebody dies you don't go ahead and run your event 
yeah well maybe it was more does that mark a respect kind of thing to say well yeah okay we won't run it but I don't know it's, it's just it's like when something happens at an airport and then they beef up security it's Why? too late the guy's not coming in like guy number two isn't coming in the following day or a week later with <laughs> the second bomb you know what I mean if they were going to come in and do something you better believe it was going to be orchestrated and all happening in that one attempt it's it not going to happen twice because they're because then the element of surprise is gone so nobody's coming in for the second attempt at dressing as a cop or coming in your man's now dressed as a ring girl <laughs> going around holding up cards <laughs> has to pull that AK out of his fucking ass so but, I was driving through town then yesterday evening Super Bowl Sunday for those in need of a timeline yep let's go Broncos or Sunday as it was in Ireland still Super Bowl Sunday <laughs> no <laughs> go on uh, some fine arm checkpoints in the north inner city like really th- these guys have an idea the cops have an idea of who they want oh it's been a long time since i've seen that uh, sort of checkpoint i gotta say it, they don't have an idea they know in mm. all those cases they know i mean because it's like that that um the dude that was found uh chopped up in chop, the canal chop, chop, chop. at the end of the day like me or you are never going to be found chopped up in the canal these people it's know. happened I for a Louise earlier. Well, you know, yeah, bar a disgruntled spouse gets there, you know, finally gets a bit inventive and actually, you know, bothers to, you know, do something. But no, realistically speaking, you know, me or you are never going to be shot. Me and you are never going to be found chopped up. Me and you are never going to be, like, you know, found in any of the circumstances these people find themselves in. It is very much a case of live by the sword, die mm. by the sword. And therefore, again, the guards have to know. It was like even I remember when... Um, the, the Westies, like, they were from the area I grew up in. Like, one of them actually went to school with my brother. The younger brother of which, um, who, again, was uh, less than a stellar gentleman, according to the guards, was shot oh, dead. As the, the way it's said, he, he was known to the guardie. Yeah, it's the politest way you can say that, yes, this guy was a fucking a scumbag. Yeah. He like, wasn't you know? mixed with the sergeant. No, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he didn't drop down with tin scones every fucking <laughs> Wednesday afternoon. But no, but he was shot in the the local pub. And the guards at that place cordoned off. Now, these, apparently the story goes, he was in there with his mates, a few points, middle of the day, as far as I know, if I remember correctly. Two lads came in, one stood at the door, one walked over, shot him dead. Didn't shoot anybody else around him, didn't shoot any of his mates, shot him dead, that was it. So, therefore, it's like the fact that they turned around and said after the shooting at the weigh-ins, the post-mortem was happening the next day. What a waste of a fucking post-mortem. This guy was alive at the weigh-ins, probably mm. on camera. Guys come in shooting, and now he's dead with gunshot wounds. I, you, have to fi- you, have, you have to figure out why you died. Yeah, was what, it a heart attack? Like, what's the post-mortem? But at that stage, it doesn't matter. Like, you know? no. And it was like with um, when this lad was shot anyway in the pub across the road. Uh, they had the place cordoned off, shut down, cordoned off, and quote-unquote forensics were in there for about four days. Now, mm. I, I I guarantee if you could see in, you know, look past that cordon, they were in there pulling points of themselves and playing yeah. cards. Yeah. I don't think they were looking for jack shit because they Forensic know who shot the guy. versus the guards guy. and darts. Yeah, they know who shot the guy or at least maybe not the guy who pulled the trigger, but they know the guy who sent the guy to pull mm. the trigger. Like, they know so, the guy behind the guy. Exactly, you know what I mean? This is swingers, baby. <laughs> but um, it is. There's never any mystery to it. I mean, if me or you are found in those circumstances or die by those circumstances there's a mystery to it it's all like okay which one of their listeners finally caught up with them but 
you know, for those guys, it's no one. Like I say, it's live by the sword and die by the sword. It, it is. Really, it's just that simple. Talking of other murderers, have yeah. you joined the rest of the world in Netflixing making a murderer? Um, I Yes and no. Yes, as in Louise has put it on. Much like I've seen some of Orange is the New Black through Louise or Geordie Shore. <laughs> Standing behind her. Yeah, Louise put it on and I watched... I've probably seen, and, and when I say seen, kind of indirectly seen, about three episodes of it. And that's three episodes too many. I could happily not watch another episode. Why? It's frustrating. It's just very <laughs> slow. It's frustrating. It's just... But they're laying out a murder case to you. They're, but, just not, they're not rock up and tell you the story. Yeah, I know, but... They lay it out so you get was, the... Uh, I put it on for... Louise asked me to put it on one of the evenings, and you know the way with Netflix, you'll just, it'll automatically cue you to where you were and put you back in and she said to me she goes oh no I've seen this one she goes you had to put on the wrong one and I said well you told me I think at that stage it was episode 2 or something like that and um, I went back out and checked and it wasn't but if that was a TV show I could excuse the repetitive nature of showing you some of what was in the last episode but given that it's a Netflix show and could be what binge watched there was no need to give the flashbacks to what a lot of the information in the first maybe 15 minutes of it was shit you had already no, seen in the first episode. No, but in greater detail. No, no not, not specifically. I didn't think so anyway from what i seen of it. But like I say, I D- wasn't... Did you see all of episode one and two? Yeah, mo- mo- yeah most yeah. of them, 90% of both. Episode one was a quick recap and episode two was in greater detail as yeah, to what but, was happening. Did you not think that the first 10, 15 minutes of it was just a complete drawback to the first one, no? I did, anyway. That's what I took from it. But like I say, I will put my hand up and say I wasn't overly kind of focused on it. It was just, it was on and I was there. But I don't know. Apparently there's talk of a second season of it and it's all over. I mean, it's hot shit. It's all over Facebook and different people are now coming out and saying this and saying that and there's fan, well, I say fan, whatever, yeah, you viewer. Lost, you've lost me now. You're saying it's all over Facebook. Fuck Facebook and fuck all over Facebook. Yeah. It's pointless. No, but what all I'm saying is... Have a conversation with somebody. Yes, but what I'm saying... Yeah, but this is. It's an online conversation. It's not. There's pages are all coming up about it and apparently... And again, I suppose this is a good thing where sometimes this could happen, but the public are noticing stuff within footage. And that, it's, like, um, it's like a game company makes a game and they put out a beta of a more or less finished game. But they're putting it out because no matter how many guys you have on the payroll checking this out, they're going to miss things. Yes. But you put it out to the general public and all of a sudden they can go, oh, well, hang on, there's a glitch here, there's a glitch there, and they spot them. And this is kind of happening in the same way as in apparently this making a murder has gone out. And people are coming forward with apparently very plausible theories and, and, and holes and shit that was missed and all. Because obviously now you have millions of people have viewed the, mm. the evidence and the footage, so to speak. It definitely does seem, from what I've seen of it, it definitely does seem sketchy at best, like, the case they have against Yeah, sketchy's putting it lightly. Yeah. Especially the, the case against the young lad. Oh, definitely, yeah. That's the, that, that just completely reminded me of the West Memphis tree, the, mm. the, the complete retard dude and that. Yeah. Basically, they just picked what the up, weakest Jesse? link, dumbest motherfucker they could find, and coerced yeah. them into saying... They were basically giving him... I don't, I'm not sure if it was the second or third episode where you get to see him kind of sat in the room on a couch and they're, they're kind of casually yeah. talking to him. Do you so, think this happened? Maybe yeah. this happened. Yeah, because he wasn't saying what they wanted, yeah. then they're like, you know, and what else did he do? It was the bit where they were trying to get him to say he shot her in the head or did, something did, like that. Did who shot her did Stephen shoot her yeah I know they were literally just spoon feeding them because it wasn't coming quick enough now definitely like I say it seems sketchy as fuck it mm. really does Damien Eccles definitely wants, wanted Netflix 15 years ago yeah, maybe 20 <laughs> although I tell you I, I know 
like anybody who kind of knows of that story never agrees with me no, but, uh, yeah, the jury I, I don't out, agree with you yeah the jury's still out where I'm concerned on the Echoes lad no without a doubt the other two I don't think had anything to do with it but there's just something about that Echoes lad no, the, doesn't the sit right with me blood splattered dude in a restaurant and nobody checked out and, oh, don't, yeah. and that father or stepfather the whatever stepfather he was 100% had something to do with it 100% I mean, oh, he just happened to get his teeth knocked out after mm. he find bite marks on yeah. one of the kids and all. Bullshit, like, you know what I mean? I know hillbillies don't have the best teeth. No, but, but yeah, but I'm sure they, the three teeth they have leave a very distinctive print. <laughs> but um, but then the whole thing where the case was based on a knife they pulled out of a lake, anybody could have thrown that in at any time. Yeah. It, like, that could have been there a day, it could have been there a fucking year, it could have been there ten years. Like, I mean, it was. Yeah, that, that, switch that back was, to the, the murderer thing. Yeah. Where was the claret? In the guy's oh, gaff. Yeah. yeah, that was Seriously. ridiculous. Yeah, if he was meant to have fucking raped and tortured yeah. her and had and her fucking sli- and sliced and her. her throat and yeah. all, yeah, and there wasn't an ounce of fucking blood. I know. No, but like yeah. I say, I didn't get into it. Is it worth following up on and watching the rest of or? Uh, because I, I just found that, like I say, maybe if I was to actually sit down and concentrate on it, but I just found it a little tedious from what I was listening to and overhearing from it. Uh, it is. It's. It's not bad. It's. It's okay. worth watching. It's not the. I have to say, I am surprised that you're on a bandwagon here when, when something's popular and you're watching it. I thought you were going to say, "Have you watched that?" Oh, fucking bugger show! You was watching that, like. Then yeah, no, I like the, the West Memphis Free stuff. So this is the yes, same thing. Right up your alley, yeah. Again, like it's. Yeah, no, it's injustice like I say, against I mean, I, How many episodes is it? Ten. Okay, well, I, m- I might go yeah. back to it then and give it so, a look. Because, I mean, I've seven to watch, I think, by my count. I yeah. could be less. Like I said, I'm not sure what ones I was in or out and of. The last two, you're done with uh, Stephen's case by the end of episode eight, then... It's the Yonflet. The Yonflet, and then the between the last five years, the recap over, the, over that in one episode. Yeah, because, like I say, supposedly... There's potential. There's second season talk about it, so obviously there's more shit going no, on. You got to. You, you can't get another ten episodes out of that. I can't imagine so, but maybe just a follow up, you know, mini series, three, four episodes or something like that to kind of tie it but all I'm, up. Or I'm sure there's injustice right up to date. somewhere else. Yes, there has to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, where, where do you get all those cars? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's so fucking American. You know, you always see it on this. You know, that fast and loud and stuff mm-hmm. that I would watch. Or that American Pickers. Like, I love those old shows. Like, you know, people going around just rooting and stuff. But I always put it down to the fact that Ireland was a poor country. That if we were getting something new, we got rid of the something old. But in America, being a very rich and rapidly advancing country as it was from, say, the 40s onwards. Those people aren't rich. No. Well, I mean, rich enough to fucking own. But I mean, you thought about a lad sitting on 200 acres full of cars or something like that. Yeah. You know, that was there's money there. Tom Cruise rode a horse into the middle of America and got a heap of acres in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, these, but, and his dodgy Irish accent. I, I, I'm always fascinated with the, 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 the accumulation of stuff that these people have. Like, did you ever mm. watch that American Pickers? No, nah, I can't watch that crap. No, no, it's not a bad show. There's only uh, so much time in the day. Yeah. And every second TV show is now a superhero. Or somebody opening something and taking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I don't like those storage shows. They're a bag of shit. They're a bunch of fucking slack-jawed yokels, like, bidding on fucking other people's Yeehaw. left-behind rubbish. <laughs> and, oh, lo and behold, he found a fucking uh, a Ferrari buried under a bunch of old nappies. Like, I mean, give me a fucking break. You know? I mean, it's always some bullshit. Apparently, one of them came out at one point and said that, the stuff a lot of stuff was planted oh, it has to be supposedly but um it's like uh, that thing with the boys from the comic book shop yeah 
they don't send in the guy with the the torn Batman number four hundred and sixty two that's worth fiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, you know, I tell you what, we put you on the B rail. <laughs> you might get on the show, but we can't guarantee it. But uh, no, I don't know. It's it's just it's one of them shows that I do. Like I said again, mm-hmm. it, it ties in with my you know infatuation with America and Americana and all all shit like that. But um, I watched a few movies this week. Uh, yeah. none you were meant to <laughs> yes I know <laughs> oh yeah I know, I know you people are probably dying for another it's movie box it's been weeks doom. yeah it's been a whole couple of weeks but you got no, no. it we had the, the emergency box of doom with Ian McKellen fighting bees yeah but there wasn't one in that the yeah. one, we, we did preemptively <laughs> put one in there but no the two Manchester shows obviously had no box of doom but because of the, the weird time lapse of not recording Manchester and, shows you make it sound like we're Corolla yeah <laughs> um and uh, then Louise and the kids were both sick and I've just been all over the place the last week or two and I, I have to admit up until yesterday I completely if, forgot about watching this movie if you give me a shit movie in this list yeah. <laughs> I'll throw something at you oh yeah the, I'm pretty sure make it soft will you then because uh, <laughs> you're not allowed to throw a microscope um, I, yeah like I said okay I, I didn't get around to watching the movie Box of Doom film though but I mean it's not that I don't want to watch it or aren't looking forward to it. I mean, it's Travolta and Newton John. I mean, they haven't steered me wrong yet. Yeah, so, and uh, Oliver Reed. Oh, okay. So, as, I mean, the, as the devil. No, I mean, I, I do want to watch it and I will watch and it. But Gene we'll, Hackman's voice of the Lord. We'll double up on it next week. So do you want me to just pull out a film for next week? Then we just do that and yeah. then we can move along. Okay, so. Okay. Uh, there's a nice pillow there. <laughs> Okay, no drum roll needed or anything like that. We have, okay, I don't like the fact that it's got a, oh, God, sweet fucking Christ. When the words barely fit on the snippet of paper, when there's eight words to the title of the movie, you know you're in fucking trouble. I still know what you did last summer, part seven. (laughs) (laughs) Mummy, Scorpion, well, obviously it's, you put Mummy in beforehand in case I just didn't realise it was Mm. what a Scorpion is. Scorpion King. The Rise of a Warrior. Is that the one with Couture? Uh, most likely. Like the Rock gave up. Yeah. <laughs> Wandered off yeah. at that stage. seen what a bogey cartoon they made <laughs> out of him in the last one. He said, oh, I'm out of here. Yeah, okay. So Scorpion King, The Rise of a Warrior. Yeah, that's... That might be when we sit down together and watch. Yeah, I think so. I think so, because yeah, I, I, I think I might struggle to get through that myself. I'm actually looking forward to Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta now after that. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Randy Couture yeah, and right. The Rock's gone. The other guy's gone, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's gone. gone. Yeah, anybody with any credentials has left. <laughs> no, I, I knew Couture had done one of them all right. Like, but, uh, double uh, figures on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, well, that's not so bad. Yeah, not high double figures. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's like we were saying about the six-figure contract earlier on. It's a very vague term, and it could be anything from 100,000 to 999. But no, I have to say, the only thing about those films is I didn't mind those films. Like, they're, you know, they're, they are what they are. They're summer blockbustery type popcorn movies with a lot of special effects. And some are this. Or then there's this, which is probably a made-for-TV type fucking sequel. Yeah, I'm not it sure. says direct-to-DVD pre- okay. prequel of The Rocks one. Oh, well, there you go. But look, you know, we'll, we'll give it a watch. We, we got through fucking Paul White in, in prison with, uh, who was the other dude? Superman. Superman, Dean Kane, that's right, yeah. I knew it was somebody of note. <laughs> but yeah, so, okay, the the rise of uh, Scorpion King, the rise of a warrior or dead warrior or something like that. Now, all of a sudden, the films I watched are looking like <laughs> Oscar-worthy movies. Uh, I'll start with what we were meant to watch, but then I think we had a corrupt file, and I think that's actually how we ended up watching 
the um the Paul White one was uh, Agent Forty Seven. Hit me. Oh yeah. Well, I enjoyed it. Again, I think I, I'm getting the right idea now. I'm, I'm learning in my old age that I uh, go into films with really low expectations, and no, then it's no. very, it's very hard to be disappointed. <laughs> I would want good films. Um, but uh, no, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Again, it's not what it could be when like the same with the last Hitman movie. I think it could have been a lot better than it was. The last one. The well, the, the previous one to this, should I say? Excuse me, like. There, there was just Hitman I'm glad I didn't watch that either yeah it was called Hitman it was uh, Timothy Oliphant alright who looked very weird with a shaved head the, that, that, that's what was throwing me in that movie right in the get go yeah. you know when you see someone you're just going to go he looks like a fucking alien no put ca- some hair on that guy and no hat it's like um, I can't wrap my head around Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor every time I see him with the bald head it just looks a bit weird right. and, and fucking but anyway um, yeah Age of 47 not bad some good fight scenes in it because you, you gave up on it didn't you yeah, after about two minutes, because it didn't seem good. Okay, well, no, not bad. Some good fightings, some definitely more wire work involved, but raid esque violence. Like you know, some really kind of you're watching the fights, you're kind of going, "Oh fuck yeah, that looked like a hurt." Like some yeah. some good fighting. It. Not no, honestly, God, not not bad. Definitely, like I say, I went in yeah. not expecting <laughs> a great deal, and you know, it came out a bit better than it was. Story's a bit weak, as you can imagine. Really, but, I mean, you know, like I say, you ain't getting fucking, you know, anybody. Uh, you're not getting your uh, what's name some good writer. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank here. <laughs> Scorsese. <laughs> Scorsese ain't writing the next Hitman movie. Um, another, yeah, speaking of Jesse Eisenberg, I watched American Ultra. Okay. Which had the... I fell asleep during that. Did you? Yeah, about 10 minutes in I fell asleep. Okay. Was it late? Or were you just I don't, even, don't even remember those 10 minutes. Again... Not bad. Good premise for a movie. Kind of sleeper cell type. Not sleeper cell as in. He's from a Bourne style project that then he was made dormant. And some other up and comer from within the agency decides, oh, I want to get rid of these guys, these loose ends. And the girl who, or the woman who was over the program basically rings, uh, goes and sees him and, and activates him with a code word because she doesn't think it's fair that he's just kind of left right. sitting there to be killed. So like... Uh red only but younger people yeah it's pretty much like a weird combination of red uh born movies and um you know pretty much anything along those lines but again not bad i don't mind eisenberg uh, jesse eisenberg and once he has hair yeah it, <laughs> again he's freaking me out with that long hair again it's the luther-esque hair that i was uh, you know the, as that when he in the superman batman thing he goes from having the whole weird longer hair thing but um like it's him and uh, you know, Kirsten Stewart which again it's not hard to appreciate in her in any film that's not Twilight because she's actually getting to do something and you know mm. again instead of being paedophiled on by a hundred year old dude yeah or bestiality on by yes. uh, a werewolf but um, it's not a bad movie again a couple of good fight scenes in a you know ultimately very obvious you know you can see where it's going right from the start but it's not a bad movie again you know, if you have an hour and, and it is it's, again, it's literally an hour and a half or whatever. If you have an hour and a half and you're just sitting there some evening, it's well worth sticking on. Um, the other one that I watched, I got specifically for the kids, but we sat down there yesterday morning and um, you're gonna say that Jack Black film. I'm gonna throw Frankenstein at you. You're not allowed to throw a fucking mid '90s <laughs> Burger King issued Frankenstein at me. Uh, yes, goosebumps, fire in the hole. Oh, and then the ribs. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I really strongly dislike Jack Black. I do. I have to say, 
And again, given that this is based on a, a franchise of, I believe it was a TV show as well, but obviously primarily books. But I'm just a bit too old to have ever read these books. I, I do remember, I mean, I would have heard of them, but I think they were, when they came out, I, I would have just missed the demograph. Mm-hmm. Like, but basically, they're a bunch of kind of children's scary stories, horrors, if you want to call them as such, for kids and all. But I sat down and watched it with the kids yesterday. And again, I don't know if it was the low bar expectation when I having Jack Black and all. But it's actually, it's, it's an enjoyable movie. It really is. Like, I mean, it, maybe it's a nod to your man R.L. Stein's books. Actually, maybe they're not bad books that, you know, they did adapt well down to a movie. Like, But it, it's not a bad movie. Like, all the different creatures and monsters basically escape from his books and yes. trying to get them back in and what have you and all. But it, it's decent. It, it's worth a watch. Again... Of the three movies that I expected absolutely nothing from, I wasn't disappointed with any of them. Yeah, that story reminds me of Terry Pratchett, though. Okay. He has uh, the wizards in the Unseen University have a bunch of spells from the start of the world time locked up because they will cause trouble if they get out. Right. They're that powerful. Right. And one of them gets loose at one point and it's in somebody's head. Okay. It's a similar premise, but... I yeah, but Terry's. I, yeah, I was going. Yeah, but you see, but that is usually the way with a lot of kids' stories. Are that I mean, like, adult stories. Yeah, they were, and they were, they were. No, I mean, the, I'm talking about the goosebumps. I know Pratchett's the the other one, but like that is somebody who probably read Pratchett's work and said, and well, stole if, I, if I just dumbed this down, I mean, I reckon from for the few bits of it I've seen. Now I know obviously it did develop its own world, but from the few bits of it I've seen, like the amount of familiar kind of type things and in the harry potter series from the lord of the rings series was unreal yep. everything yeah pretty much like well a lot of the characters changed just enough and mm. dumbed down just enough and, all, and but the, basically especially the the things that came looking for harry the black rates yes the rates um, and yeah. there was also this weird little thing and if i remember i don't know what it was but i think the whole thing was like harry potter he talked like this like this little weird thing but he was basically like a tame golem yeah like this scrawny uh, little pasty dobby thing. the house elf I, I don't like i said i don't know what he is um dobby the house elf who's um fucking robbie coltrane uh the giant the yeah the gardener hagrid okay um to me haven't haven't never although because the hobbit wasn't made at the time but to me he always embodied or symbolized how i envisioned um bjorn or born or whatever you want to call him the, the bear man yes from the hobbit that's how i always kind of envisioned him this overly large he's still a man but overly large and hairy you know like, there was just so many familiarities about it in the now like i said i haven't seen the harry potter franchise i've seen bits and pieces but anytime i see it there's some there's, there was a bit with spiders in the forest which was basically fucking Merkwood. Yeah. Like everything it's, about it's it that is heavily borrowed is a nice way of saying Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. What so happens. again, back to the original point of saying, you know, Terry Pratchett stories, chances are this R. L. Stein guy, because those books, if I'm not mistaken, they only came out in I think it was the nineties. The goosebumps stuff. Right. I think it was the nineties. Possibly late eighties to nineties. But um but obviously Pratchett stuff's a lot older, I have to say. 83 onwards okay so not that much older no, really but that sort of thing you could think up together but harry potter stuff definitely borrowed oh yeah without a shadow of a doubt but no but again like i say not not bad and um what i done was then i, I just went online and i downloaded i uh, got a um, pdf form the original series of goosebumps because there's all follow-on series give yourself goosebumps blah 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 all this but the original series was a 32 book mm, cash series. in on goosebumps 
Yeah, pretty much. But uh, I downloaded them anyway for the tablet and PDF form and I just to read to the kids and stuff like that because they did seem like there was some sort of basis of good stories behind them all and but tames down yeah, for children. And without rhyming. Yes. But that, that, again, like I say, despite Jack Black's presence, and I have to say, I didn't hate him in this. Every so often, you know, you can put, I mean, he's, he's like an Adam Sandler. I, I, you know, I, I like Happy Gilmore and I like The Wedding Singer. Pretty much anything else, Adam. Oh, I, can I have your Frankenstein back, you please? <laughs> and uh, just better say that, yeah, Hotel Transylvania was the other one. Now, granted, it's only his voice, but everything else he's been in, I fucking hated. Like, I'll throw the clothesline at you. But, um, but Jack Black is the same. I pretty much have a fucking a, a complete hatred mm-hmm. for Jack Black because he's not an actor. He's just or a singer. Yeah, well, yeah, he's just like this funny little fat guy that seems to have kind of been liked by people. I don't know why. Ricky Gervais. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, he's the American Ricky Gervais. Let's put it that way. Um, but no, again, worth a watch. It is again short enough movie, simple premise, not bad. Yeah, I went to see a movie. Go on. The Danish Girl. Right. Don't throw Frankenstein yeah, at me. Yeah, hang on. I need something bigger than Frankenstein. What the fuck did you go and see the Danish girl for? Sometimes you have to go see these things. When? Explain, on a Sunday. <laughs> explain the fucking, this, the, the apocalyptic scenario. Or, you know, yeah, somebody, the devil comes along and tells you he's going to wipe the fucking world clean unless you sit down and watch the Danish girl. Yeah. That's about the only situation I can understand that well, it's viable to go see it. I had that. Talk. Did you see the Danish girl with a French girl? Yes. Oh, get out. <laughs> I also see, went to see Brooklyn, and Brooklyn, you, Brooklyn was good. That's the Saoirse Ronan yeah. one? Okay. This one, well, it, was okay. it was all right. It wasn't great. But the Danish girl's Danish girl was hot, so I enjoyed that part of it. Is it not a dude? Yeah, but he's also married to a Danish girl. All oh, right. And or she made up for it. Okay. Him. No, I, I can't imagine it's good, is it? Uh, Again, uh, no, no, okay. There's no need to make the film. Okay, you, well, you what I will say about a film like that is, it's not that it w- couldn't possibly be good. I'm sure it could be a brilliant film, but that is the sort of film that, in a million years, I would never want to see. Hmm. I'm gonna put it in the box of doom. Fucking rig it. Get a bit of strength to my wrist and yeah. <laughs> pull it up. No fucking way. No, it is. It's one of them though. It's just, you know, it just there's nothing about it. Absolutely hmm. nothing about it that would make me want to watch well, that movie. He was in the the Stephen Hawking film. Which uh, I also would have yeah. absolutely zero interest in watching. Much better, much more interesting story. Like you, I could relate more to <laughs> a, a retired a, 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 a chair that talks through a computer. Yeah, that uh, a man that wants wanted to be a woman. <laughs> okay, yeah, I suppose I'll, I'll give you that because given that you are sitting <laughs> on a chair talking to people through a computer and yeah. are mildly retarded, yeah, I, I get the I, I get I, the. I, the I think Stephen Hawking will rock up here and beat you to death for saying he's retarded. Well, physically, <laughs> yes physical some physical retardation mm. speaking of which uh, I, I i i was looking up today i was i was gonna try and bluff a, about the movie from the box of Dawn, and i looked up the trailer for two of a kind and i was like i'm not gonna be able to pull this off but it turns out there was another two of a kind made in 82 as opposed to 83 which was a tv movie right. and like that's about some retarded young fella but they actually get to say that in the ad it's like you know to his grandfather his retardation made him special you know and then it was like whoa did they just say that <laughs> did you drop an R-bomb yeah, did you just drop the R-word come on I know it's 82 but come on seriously you're better than that Hollywood but, no uh, not yeah it's um, Deadpool coming out next week okay I am excited for that that's nice I was actually only saying to Louise today I was just that's actually it's, it's rare but that's the sort of film that 
if there was a midnight screening I'd probably go along to it there probably I'm, is I'm pretty fucking excited for this movie like a mm-hmm. Deadpool is in it and he's, a, he's a brilliant character as far as comic book characters go he is the least comic book style character you can ever come yeah. across like a few minutes ago you were saying you want to go into movies now with no expectations you want to be the disappointed oh, and now you're getting well, your, your mo- hopes movies up. that I bother to download a movie that I'm willing to pay for you're pretty sure it's got me attention already you're getting your hopes up and oh yeah just to be shattered possibly yeah. but everything I've seen read and heard about this movie seems like it's going to hit the marks so yeah. fingers crossed high hopes and all that you'll hear me giving out about it next week they're yeah. going fucking back I showed that Ryan Reynolds cunt can't act for shit like <laughs> No, no, it, lo- it looks good, sounds good. Everything about it seems like it's going to be good, so I am looking yeah, forward to it. Then you go see it and it's not. Yes, quite possibly, but we'll see. Um, Oh, yeah, fucking speaking of movies coming out within the next couple of weeks and all, that snaky bastard J.J. Abrams made a sequel to Cloverfield. Okay. I flew it clean under the fucking radar, which is a, that's a big fucking ask at this day and age. I don't but know. He locks his warehouse some guards outside I'm, I'm doing space in here yeah but what space I'm not telling you what space I'm doing yeah but that that's exactly it because hadn't he got a hand in the new Star Trek yeah he's in charge of everything and I know obviously he done The Force Awakens so I gotta imagine that that's what it was he was like a magician like he has you watching the left hand but he's doing shit with the right hand yeah. and then, then your dick's in his, his dick's in your mouth exactly <laughs> and he's hell, just, JJ? Uh, yeah and you're paying him for the privilege but I will happily because I mean I dig monster movies and I really liked Cloverfield so and I really I really like John Goodman as well and this has everything has John Goodman in a monster <laughs> movie so take is, my money JJ is John Goodman the monster um uh, Yes and no. He there seems to be an element from what I seen in the trailer. There seems to be an element of um, entrapment going on. Like it seems like Goodman had his own bunker out his back, and obviously when shit go was going down, he retreated to his bunker. And again, there's just fuck all in the way of dialogue in the in the trailer. So you got to assume from it that there's like a younger couple, twenty something couple that he seems to have taken in, but now doesn't want to leave. Whether it's for fear of what might happen or whether it's just Goodman's weird, I don't know. Yeah, both. But um, yeah, but I mean, because remember Goodman and Red State and all. I mean, that boy can act. He can. Like he can, he can act serious act. when he has to act serious. But I mean, and um, you know, how can you not mention the Lebowski when you're mentioning Goodman? Like he's just fucking brilliant. He is. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's that's coming out in March, which is like again, it's an amazing feat in this day and age to make a film like you know J.J. Abrams make a film and nobody fucking know about it. Yeah, but he can have you killed. So yeah, yeah, somebody, maybe, somebody's seen a script yeah, and a bunch of bodies out the yeah, back there's some lad that was due to box in Dublin the other day or something yeah. had found out about it but uh, no tip it I had to JJ Abrams for that man because that was uh, that was some snaky shit right there it was but uh, yeah looking forward to that went to see a couple of shows over the last few weeks oh, either sides of the cancer bats yes uh, Henry Rollins in Vicar Street oh that's right you did yeah that was the day of or we day after my birthday or something wasn't it yeah sometime around then yeah it was good it was two and a half hours of henry telling stories funny political uh, what, what way did he go this time because he makes you know it's always very current to whatever mm, he's been doing a touch of politics but not a lot right uh, which is odd given the elections and yeah stuff. a lot about lemmy and david bowie considering they'd both died and and he was friends with Lemmy. And he's a quote-unquote musician. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a friend of Lemmy. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that, that's more uh, yeah. Yeah, mo- uh, That's more plausible yeah. than calling he's him a musician. Being to Lemmy's gaff, so... Okay. And he had lunch with David Bowie one day. Right. So he was telling stories about that. Telling the stories about going to see penguins in the Antarctic. 
no politics. He's an interesting dude, though. He, he is. He, he lives a very weird life, like, you know, just this whole kind of solitary, you know, never married, never had kids, and just mm. does his own things. Yeah. Like, you know, Wonders between, the earth. between Z-list movies and, you know, mm. spots on Sons of Anarchy and whatnot, yeah, just kind of plods around. M- managed to link his uh, time on Sons of Anarchy to his uh, appearance in Jack Frost with Michael Keaton. He was in Jack Frost. Oh, I never seen the Michael Keaton version. Okay, yeah. managed to link the two of them together in a story. Wow, that can't be easy. No, that's some six degrees of Kevin Bacon shit right there. That's it. Is Kevin Bacon involved? <laughs> no, oh, he was. Wow, I'm even more impressed. Um, yeah, I never seen that Jack Frost. I seen the other Shannon Elizabeth one. That's pretty fucking bad. Yeah, watch the Henry Rollins version. Yeah, even a choice. Again, I got to be impressed with it now. The bar will be so low. You know, both just true name, Jack Frost, and the fact that Henry Rollins is in it. I couldn't not be impressed now at this stage. That's it. And last Thursday, I went to the Project Arts Theatre to watch Shawnee Show. La, 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 la. Shawnee Show. <laughs> I know, I am. Oh, Sean used to those who didn't see Shawnee Show in Channel 4 in the early 90s. Um, yeah, I, I got to say, I'm, I'm sorry now I didn't go. But the premise of this was it was being shot for TV, so it was only. But it was RT radio. It was being recorded. Oh, I thought it was for TV. Oh, so it was they, they, they re- didn't make that didn't make that clear when ah, I asked. They just said RTE. Okay, so it was being recorded, but the whole thing was it was going to be a short segment thing and may need to be recorded, you know, again. And so again. You, you might have to sit through this the thing, you know, this set three or four times. Yeah. And given that I work late on a tour, I was like, oh, the fuck am I racing up from work to possibly sit through the same 10 minutes of material four times? Yeah, but then, it turned out on the night, Sean said, do one to that idea. Yes. Came out, did the first and last jokes, and then did his whole stand-up show, including the interval. That was and just said to them, split it up, what yeah, way you do, like? Do what you want. Yeah, I'm fucking raging now, I missed that, mm. because, I mean, the last time we seen him, he was fucking funny. He is, he's a funny man. Yes. And, it's been two years since the last time I seen him, so we got you got a two year wait. Yeah, and I mean, just when we seen him, that's got to be maybe eight years ago. Yeah, definitely so. seven, possibly eight years ago. Like that, that it's been a long break it since has. I've seen him. But like I say, just that the the idea of going up and watching the same ten minute skit like a few times, I just was like, no. Yeah, like that, said, I've had a lot of shit on me play for the last week or two and I was like this is not what I need to fucking cap off any of my days yeah. is that I'm race up from fucking the arse end of the country up to Dublin to watch the same 10 minutes of a show four <laughs> or five times yeah, that's what the girl in the Project Arts Theatre said last Saturday yeah. that's what it's going to be a fuck or somebody needs to strongly word a letter to the management this girl needs to sort her shit out and learn what she's selling tickets for but good show anyway yeah always good oh, yeah, it's a funny guy Yes, yeah. Don't think we fuck all else coming up down the way of gigs, do we? Uh, that podcast, lad, you know, slightly bigger than ours. Um. Oh, yeah, I think, what was it, Adam Kareen or something, was that his name? Yeah, I think Corolla with two R's. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah, Corolla, two R's, one L, that's yeah. right, yeah. Yeah, Adam Corolla, we got that coming up in June. Although, look at, that's one of these, not counting me chickens for the hatching, the date's already been changed once, like a day after I bought the fucking tickets. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not going to hold uh, hold out for that because anything could happen. But looking forward to that. It, nice it, small venue. Yeah. Uh, we we looked it up today, actually, because we were arguing the house over how many, 350 all seated. Weird little free seat and set up, though, so we're going to have to get in there early. We're yeah. going to get a decent yeah, seat. Rock like. down. Yeah, if I don't have to spit in his eye, I'm going to yeah. have to get down there nice and early. But, um, yeah, no, it should be good. Looking forward to that. Two of us sit up the front row with our 
black her and she's, she's just there shouting at us. Yeah, it's like, yeah, put some angry in there. Uh, I, I just, I'm still kind of waiting to hear whether or not you're going to get Bob Brian and Gina and that over. Uh, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. It's right, man. Gina Davis, man. She's smoking hot. It's Gina Grad as well. What did I say? Gina Davis, yeah. Well, Gina Davis is hot for her age. Gina Grad, though, yeah. That'd be a whole other show, wouldn't it? I seen Gina Davis once. I've never that story. <laughs> I was driving to the work one day. I was working up in the city. And, um, is that Gina Davis? No, I was, I, was, I was driving a motorbike at the time and I was working up in the city and I pulled up to basically... It would have been before... Just lollipop lady looked like Gina Davis. Yeah. It was either before or on O'Connell Bridge. Anyway, I got stopped by lights. So I stopped at the set of lights and I noticed the car off in front. It was basically one of these cars with a camera on the back for shooting. I kind of went, the fuck is that thing doing? And of course, it's gone, it made it through the lights and the car it was filming didn't. So of course, I had pulled up to the front of the lights. So I just turned and look and here's this, you know, quote unquote taxi, obviously for the scene. And Gina Davis, no, but it's a taxi van type thing, and she's sitting in the mm. back of it. So I'm just going to look at her. All right, Gina Davis. And she looks at me, and I, I did, like that, because the device are over. I'm just going to give her a little wink, and say, all right. <laughs> and she just winks back at me, and then lights change, and <laughs> off we went. But that was my Gina Davis experience. Mm, nice. So hopefully, me, Gina Grazin's as pleasurable. Yes. Hopefully, even more. If Gina Davis winked back at you, drop your top this time, and see, does Gina Grad do the same? Good fucking thinking, man. That's very good thinking. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta imagine that's worth a shot. Yes. Nigga, big titted ladies don't just fall from the sky, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Gina Grant, man, she is. She's a fucking good looking chick. She is. Although I'm not quite convinced she has a full head of hair. Every time I see her post on Instagram, she's got a cap on. So I'm figuring her and bald, bro. Maybe she's offering bald, bro, a transplant or something. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe Corolla will only hire bald people <laughs> because he doesn't want anybody to have a better thing than his Jew wig that he's got going on. But I'm uh, no, looking forward to that, actually. It should be good. Yes. Uh, other than that, no one that's very fucking slim pickings. really is. It is. Yeah. And we, we said no to good Charlotte supporting all-time low. Yeah, fuck that <laughs> shit, man. I, I never liked either of those bands. Any band that actually names one of their songs Anthem, mm. hoping for it to be an, an anthem, anthem, you can go and fuck right off. Mm. And that goes for Blink with A2 as well. I'm pretty sure they had one with Anthem in the name as well. Yes. Um, the other not very very slim pickings um, we are looking abroad again though because we figured we'd uh, what do you call it travel broaden our gaze or whatever or yes to a further afield than a sunny old England <laughs> we figured kind of you know within reason you know hitting mainland Europe is uh, definitely an option is. and uh, we're looking at you Holland Denmark Belgium yeah pretty much anywhere Hitler looked at yeah. we're looking at as well within reason <laughs> We're not, not Russia. You, you can fuck yeah. off. Don't like that. Anywhere where they're uh, going to kill one another for a slice of bread, I don't want to go. Anywhere we can get to on a Ryanair flight for less than 50 quid. Yeah, pretty much. Although, i got to imagine you can offset that cost with vodka in Russia if yes. we did get there, but still, don't fancy it. It's one of them places. I just... I don't no. know. Seems dangerous. It does. Seems unnecessarily dangerous. There's that and... Um, I don't know where it was. Do you remember the DiCaprio movie, The Beach? Yeah, Thailand. Is that Thailand before he goes to the beach? Yeah, Thailand. That place scares me as well. Yeah. Again, there's just something about it, whereas it kind of seems to me like the sort of place where you could go missing and who's going to even look for you? Where do you look? Yeah, nowhere. You know, uh, how do you find the guy who's done it? They all look the same, you know? It's, <laughs> it's impossible to see the scenario, it really mm -hmm. is. Sean Hughes went there, not for the sex though. Of course not. <laughs> just wanted to get some custom made three piece suits yeah. for 20 quid a pop. But uh, yeah, no, it's, it, it is. I mean, I know people who've been in that neck of the woods, you know, everything from kind of Thailand, Cambodia, Vietnam, all that general 
over there sort of mm. place and they all swear by it like it's beautiful it's great it's interesting but something about it just scares the shit out of me and I will not be gone and Russia's up there with that sort of place yeah. if you had to choose Russia or there oh Russia definitely yeah, yeah definitely seems somewhat a little less hospitable <laughs> like you know and they might look for your body if you are killed yeah. carry a bottle of vodka and some dollars and you that's might get out of it bribing that's all you need yeah you know what I mean and roll of a uh, 20 quid up your arse and a bottle of vodka under mm. your arm and you're, you're set you can get out pretty much any situation over there but uh, either way I won't be booking a flight to either anytime soon that's for sure Alright, well that's about it for me this week. What about you? Uh, yeah, that's just the end of it. Surprisingly, not a lot of giving out. No. We should take a couple of weeks break more often. <laughs> okay, we we're leave relaxed it there. and calm. Yeah, I know, we're all tranquil and shit. <laughs> Tantric, one might say. Right, for me, Derek, it's goodbye. And for me, James, goodbye. Jog on. <laughs>